Hey everyone, you're listening to Ankur Variku on Voice with Variku. On this podcast, I talk to you about entrepreneurship, how to grow in life, manage personal finances, handle failures, and a lot more things that just come to my mind. The episode begins. In this episode of Voice with Variku, I wanted to narrate a story that you may have heard before, but it's a story for some very weird reason has stayed with me ever since I read it. And this was a really long time back. I think it was in the sixth or the seventh standard in school. It was a Hindi class. And we heard the story for the first time. And it just left an impression where very often I go back to the story. Very often I try and understand the lesson that I've learned from it. And I wanted to share it because it just came to my mind when I was thinking of what is it that I could make this episode on. So the story is about this very saintly elderly person who's very well respected in a village and he owns a horse. And one fine day, the elderly gentleman, he sits on his horse and he begins to go towards the city or the town to do some whatever work. And he's walking, walking, walking on the horse. Well, sorry. So he's sitting on the horse and the horse is walking, trotting. And uh, he sees this old, frail, visibly poor person on the road asking for help. So as would be the nature of this person, he's very distinguished, very very elderly, very respected. He stops the horse gets off the horse and basically asks this person, what is it that the person wants? And the person is like, hey, I want to go to the market and I was hoping that you could give me a ride. And the gentleman is like, sure, I would love to help you. And uh, he realizes that this person is old, he's frail, so he won't be able to get onto the horse by himself. So he helps him get onto the horse while standing on the ground. And the guy gets onto the horse. And the minute he gets onto the horse, he removes his blanket. And now it's visible that this guy is not old, not frail, but a very well-built, very young guy. And this guy's like, (laughs) gotcha. I am not this old dude that you thought I was. I am a robber. I'm a thief. Now I'm sitting on your horse. And the next thing I'm going to do is run away with the horse. And thank you so much for helping me. But you got screwed, my friend. Well, I am being melodramatic here, but you get the point. (laughs) This elderly gentleman, very distinguished. So he doesn't go like, but he's more like, Okay, very calm, very zen. And he goes, I am okay with the fact that you're going to run away with my horse and steal my horse. But I want a favor from you. And he's like, okay, whatever, ask. And he's like, just do me a favor and never share this story with anyone else. And the thief's like, what the hell is this dude on, man? Like, here I am about to steal his horse. He doesn't care two shits about the horse. All he cares about is that I shouldn't be sharing the story with anybody else. That's what he's thinking in his head. And he's like, why 
would you make such a request? What is it about the story that I shouldn't share? Why shouldn't I share the story? And the guy goes, if you share the story, then no one will ever again stop to help an old, frail, poor person. And I don't know why I love this story. I am sorry I'm forgetting who this person is. It's clearly a very well-recognized story. And if you've heard about it, then it would mean a lot if you could just send me an email on variko at gmail.com telling me who the story is about. But the reason I love this story is because it shows you the power of how our worldview gets formed. A lot of what we come to believe is true in life is not something that we have personally experienced. We have never experienced 99% of the things that we actually believe to be true in our life. And the only reason we believe them to be true is because we heard it from someone who we believe. That's how life works. We believe something to be true despite never having experienced it ourselves because we heard it from someone that we believe. And that makes it an immense position of responsibility for all of us. When we do something wrong, when we do anything wrong to anybody, we're not just allowing them to form an opinion on us, we're also in some way telling them, be cautious of people like us. And whatever that like us means, it could be like us in an age, in a demographic, in a certain context, in a certain emotion, but whatever is it, we are basically telling people, don't believe people like us. Which is why so many of us have trust issues. We trusted someone, they betrayed us, and now we never want to trust folks like those. That's why we do not get along with people because we're judging people from a distance without getting to know them because someone in the past did something that formed a perception in our head of who such people are. We're constantly extrapolating. We're constantly forming patterns in our life. And that is why I say this. When you do something wrong, you're not just bringing wrong onto yourself, but also to people who are like you. And when someone does something wrong to you, you're not just forming a perception of who they are to you, you're also forming a perception of who similar people like them are going to be to you. And if we were to just recognize this, if we were to just pause and realize the impact and the gravity of how this plays with ourselves in our lives, we may do things very differently. So here's the tip, and here's what I want to leave you with. The next time you're doing something wrong, if you can, if you can, while apologizing, also make sure that you let them know this is you who did something wrong. It isn't a reflection of people, by and large, who are like you. And when someone else does something wrong to you, remind yourself of this fact that this person did something wrong. It's specific to this context, this 
person, this moment, this instant in time, it is not applicable to the broader world. It needn't be applicable to the broader world. When you follow these two things, you suddenly dissociate the person from the task and you're able to focus on the task that caused you hurt as against the person who may have caused you hurt. And that, my friend, will be such a beautiful, simple way for you to not find and form blind perceptions in your life. I hope this helped. Do let me know what the story was about. I'm sorry I'm forgetting it. <laughs> Take care. Thank you for listening to this episode of Voice with Variku. To be notified of upcoming episodes, be sure to subscribe and follow the show on this app right now. Also, don't forget to rate and review the show because that just feels nice. Thank you. Thank you.